Welcome, everyone, to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. Let's get to know each other. Yes. Now, it's been a week. We almost didn't get to do our show this week. No, we didn't. We almost, this would have been the first time in, like, what, two and a half months, damn near three months? Yeah, almost. Yeah, Yeah, that we did not get together, and it felt wrong. Yeah, I was missing it. I was jonesing pretty hard. Me too. I didn't like it at all, not getting together, and it was like, and even Brian's feeling it too over there. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't like not being, you know, in in the room doing this thing. You're already addicted. (laughs) Yeah, let alone since releasing it on SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud now. Yes. Um, Now that I've launched and we've listened, people are, like, listening, and it's great, and it's awesome. Um, it's probably hi fans. Thanks. It's probably here's the deal. It was the easiest place to start uploading to. Yep. Because on YouTube, there's the whole um, visual aspect of it, which yeah. we you know are still kind of going through the video editing. We still need smart. But um, when we do that, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there. And SoundCloud was the easiest. Um, but at the end of the day, SoundCloud is the last place we need the podcast on. <laughs> right. Which we need iTunes. Uh, I was looking into iTunes and Stitcher to get it on the Stitcher. We need to get an RSS feed, which connects to a blog. RSS feed, the only thing I found was through a WordPress site, which we would need to connect to our actual website, which could connect to my Wix when I change it and buy us a web domain. It's all so fucking complicated. <laughs> So what you're saying is that this is an easy process and we should be done with it in approximately 25 minutes. I may not have been listening. Yes, no, that's okay. spot on. That's spot right. on. That was, we were pretty much there. Nice. So, um, what, what have you... Jesus Christ, it's always got to be complicated, you, man. No, basically, I know, right? And it would have been nice, but hey, guys, thanks for listening. We, we see you out here. You guys are part of the first batch, and for that reason, we will... Always be so very thankful. Yes, thank you for thank you. for you being here, listening, um, being a part of this with us at the conception, at the yeah. beginning, and we're only what Brian shout out. Shout out. Yeah, should we start doing that? Should mm. we do start doing shout outs? Okay, I would like to shout out to Taylor, the assistant manager at King Supers, who has been rapidly listening to every episode, giving me straight feedback and Kratos. All right. She doesn't like the way I say Kratos. She doesn't like the say, way you say Kratos? Yeah. Or is what it, does she prefer? Is it Kratos? I think I was saying Kratos. She wanted it to be Kratos. Yeah, because I was going to say, Kratos sounds right. Kratos yes. doesn't. I think, I, apparently, in the first episode when I was giving my like my feedback of God of War, I kept saying Kratos. Uh, and she didn't appreciate that well, at all. Like uh, the planet Krait. From uh, The Last Jedi, which she still hasn't seen. Fucking watch the movie, Taylor. For the love of God, we can't have this conversation. And in two weeks, we're going to have a real, real fucking conversation about The Last Jedi. So you better fucking hop on it. On vacation. Watch a goddamn Last Jedi. I'm tired of asking! I have to watch it again yet. I only watched it the one time. And it made me hungry for porgs. I've had I've had to settle for porn. Anyway... I'm still crying. So, Porks are delicious, I bet. I, I'm willing to bet. They look I mean, freaking tasty. Even when Chewie's like like eating it, and then you get the pork with the sad face, and, and Chewie's like, I would go like, the fuck away. I'm still eating this. What do you think I'm doing? I'm a Wookiee. Suck I my would, dick. I would love a chain of fast food restaurants. Suck. That's CFP. Mm-hmm. Chewie's Fried Porks. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I, How much I, you want to bet that's... Can you Google that, Brian? Is that an actual picture? Uh, the, could can you be. try... Uh, it was like, maybe there's something... I don't know. I don't know. My wife loves the I love porgs. porgs. 
I love porgs. Those are the baby porgs that they never showed. They just look like little alien, they look like, like little, little puffs, like little egg balls. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. We were getting sucked into it, like infinity for a second. That yeah. was like terrifying. So, yeah, no. There's the uh, go back up to the baby porgs because those things are fucking ugly. Fugly. Yeah. So they never ended up in the show. They were like in in there for like a split second, and that's a toy that was revealed. But they the were toy is horrifying, isn't it? They just look like. Like a, a fucking set of balls what, and a what, half. That what's have been the one removed. to the right of that? There you go. What the... Yeah, they look like a set of balls and a half that have been removed. Oh my from god! The no, that is the reverse titty. Uh, it's a reverse titty with closed eyes. Because yeah, yeah no, because no, it's like yeah, because you can. It's I poofy don't know. like a titty, but it, it's it's hairy instead of hairless. It is right. It's got a mouth where the nipple should be. Either that, you know, they give us like death so sticks weird. or drugs. Maybe yeah. baby porgs or fleshlights. Maybe. Hey. In that respect, when you Could flip be. it around yeah. with their reverse nipple mouths. Yes. All right, let's get to business here. <laughs> All right, let's and, get uh, to business. Really. <laughs> what up? Wow. Okay. All right, we were getting sucked in again. What have you been up to this week? Oh, man. I've had I've had a pretty killer week. It's been a rough week for me at work-wise, just 12, 13-hour days and whatnot. But uh, If I may mention, you do look very sharp in your red. Right, well, thank you. You look, you look so prepared for today. Uh, thank you. In, in the respect that you're wearing that dope-ass Oakley hat. Yeah. You got your dope-ass red logo. The red black, The red Superman shirt. Because, you know, this people the wear, death like, of the... Superman. Yes, exactly. And the death of Superman is always, yeah. like, the cooler one. I'm yeah. Little, yeah it was, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. I just sorry. wanted to point no out problem. how fucking slick you look today. I uh, thank you. So, uh... I went and saw a quiet place yesterday mm-hmm. since we didn't record yesterday from prior obligations. Yes. Um I loved the movie. Thought yeah. it was great. Yeah. No one talked in mine. So Lucky it was you. it was it was a full immersion thing. Yeah. The nail on the stairs bothered me. Okay. It bothered Wh- me which is, really bad. And that's all we're gonna say because that's yeah. kind of like spoiler territory. For anyone who doesn't want to know, this is a very, very small aspect yeah. of a quiet place. So I wouldn't really there's it's yeah. it's really it's, hard to spoil unless you blatantly talk about the characters who yeah. die in a quiet place. It's really hard to spoil that movie. Really. Right. So I think it's safe to say that there's a nail. Yeah. So I mean that m- creates a very suspenseful fucking moment. Yeah. It <laughs> it is that's all it is, is it's a mechanic for a suspenseful moment. Because yeah. I've worked construction in my past. I have built staircases. I've built like a dozen staircases in my history. So that's the only reason that this sticks out for me is because as a as the son of a carpenter who was the son of a carpenter, who's worked in the trades, who's built buildings and everything, mm-hmm. you don't put a fucking nail there in stairs ever. Mm-hmm. Well, it got pulled up, though. No, but there's no reason for it to be there in the first place. Okay, all right. Unless they're using like a, unless they're using reclaimed wood, right? And that nail was there from some other project at some other time. Mm -hmm. Then there's no reason for a nail to be there. I can. I I, I I feel you. It's one of those things that that's how the story moves. I yeah, and I understand that. Yeah, exactly. And for that, the thing is that it would not even be a problem Mm -hmm. if I didn't know. Right how construction works and how stairs are built. Yeah. Then it wouldn't have been an issue. I love how that, that whole, you know, thing is just like a part of the large dog pile that becomes like the shit event 
yeah. that happens when things go south in yeah. that movie, as things generally yeah. do in horror movies. Yeah. Um, but when the things nail is a Chekhov's gun, it, exactly. It, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So um, when things are already shitty enough, mm-hmm. then that nail um, plot aspect is used, and it's like, oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah. You know when it's stepped on, and you know we won't we won't go too much. You into that, just so. spoiled more. <laughs> <laughs> Which like well said. we're talking about oh, it, but true. though it's that's like true. it's still that's not true. you know yeah. what I mean. We're not talking about the you know yeah. the other things, but you know. Yeah. Um, and I think I actually went back and talked to Sarah about it, just about that opening, the opening sequence of the movie. And I told you in yeah. the in the last week's episode that we don't we still haven't decided what we want to do. It's probably going into the negisodes just yeah. because people need to be warned ahead of time that it's a rough listen. Yeah. But um, and oh, we're not going to talk about that whole thing again and how the universe said, oh, I'm not going to make you, I'm not going to throat fuck you with people in your theater being loud and then it you know the universe came up and fucked me from behind yeah uh, at the end of the movie with a random person that stopped in to watch it and that was the summary of the last episode by the way that we don't know it's going to be a negisode but um because you know you need the theater to be quiet but I i went back to talk to sarah about it again and we were just talking about it and i was just like everything about that movie is just so you know in it you know the way it's intimate Mm-hmm. The way that it has the the opportunity to you know uh, to to take these emotional happenings and capitalize on them, yeah, it's just a work of art. It's a crafted, well, well, well crafted work. Oh yeah, of art for that reason. You know what I mean now, and especially with that opening shot when the, you know they aren't holding back from the crap events that happen at the very beginning of the yeah. movie and that wide shot just is so encapsulating. You know what I mean now? Yeah. Um, there's a wide shot at the beginning of the movie where they just don't hold back from giving you what, what the, the, um, what the seriousness of yeah. the situation is and yeah. they get right to business and it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Now everything, whoa. the, everything about the movie is a masterpiece of art. I mean, except for the nails, the, the use. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the use of the music and the sound in a movie that is called a quiet place is absolutely brilliant because the music is just subtle enough yeah that it's not overpowering and it's just like yeah this mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. this is good Which, stuff my wife said she was a little bummed that we didn't straight the like that it, the whole movie wasn't just quiet yeah. but i eventually like and i read an article and i was explaining to her you know like they wanted to still add it the 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 universe itself still needed a little bit more personality a little bit more character yeah. that they did need to include a couple of you know the lighter tones so it didn't just seem like a dark murky quiet world you yeah. know what i mean because well and have you ever watched a movie in dead silence no yeah there's a reason <laughs> oh right because it's just not encapsulating it, yeah because yeah. it doesn't suck you in you're just you will be easily distracted mm-hmm. you will hear every mouth breather in that theater right right you know it'll just it even if they even if it was just a backing of white noise would help Yucky. rather than a dead silence okay so I've watched I've watched a silent movie before, and I was like, "That's oh, a silent movie. There's no reason to have audio on at all." Sure. So I didn't even turn on the surround sound, and turns out you need that piano going. <laughs> you need that vaudeville going on during a silent movie, right? Because otherwise, it's just kind of like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Is Nosferatu a silent film? Like the old original? Um, I don't think so. I- it could be. Potentially. I would like for it to be. 
because that's the only movie old enough to be a silent film that I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't I couldn't bring myself to go that far back. There are yeah. times, you know, and I go back and I watch these retro movies. We were talking about The Godfather um, yeah. back in the, I think it was the first Negasode, which I am going to post um, sooner than later um, here quick. But we were talking about how I was watching The Godfathers, and I try to go back and watch these movies that need to be watched just because I don't want to, you know, I want to understand the cultural relevance of these films as well. Yeah. Um, and some of these films I just have not watched in a really long time. And I went back and I watched all the Godfathers, but the Godfathers are, are, are great. Even the third one, which is, you know, just, yeah. Uh, third Godfather is fucking rough. I, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I've seen the first and the second one so many times. Can you move the camera a little bit? And Ryan, just a smidge, just a, just a, a little bit more for Brian. We need that center. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Cool. Thank you. So, um, but no, yeah, the Godfather was a little rough and I tried to do that. Goodfellas, I could not get through. Really? Um, now here's the deal. I was watching it. I was getting a chunk through, but it was this kind of play by play biopic thing. As soon as it switched to, uh, his wife, I was like gone. I was done. As soon as it switched to his wife and his wife was describing the life of the way things were, it got really hard. And then I just kind of, you know, and now I, I was trying to go back and watch it in chunks. And then it finally caught up to present day from the rewind. And I was yeah. just kind of done. You know what I mean? And maybe things get awesome from there on out, but at the end of the day, it just ended up not being as compelling because I, it felt more like a biopic than a like a gritty story being told. If that makes That's, sense, yeah, that does. Yeah. And yeah, it it does play out more like a biopic. Mm-hmm. But that point in the movie is where shit really goes off. Is it really okay? Yeah. Well, I think they just took it off Netflix, but it's got to be somewhere. I can um, go back and finish it just for the sake of the fact that I do want to finish. If I can finish a Godfather I'll, three, I should be able to figure. I'll loan it to you because if I don't own that movie, I'm going to soon. Oh, okay. I, I fucking right. love that movie. Yeah. But. You know what I need to buy again because I lent someone that brings me back to Martin Scorsese films that are my favorite. Hmm. The Departed. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one at all. <laughs> Get back here. No, we're gonna talk no, about this. We're, we're gonna talk we're about going this. With the goals of vitality, goal. I can't take this. Shit. I can't take. We're gonna this talk shit. about. This. You haven't seen V for Vendetta. You haven't seen, you haven't seen the freaking The Departed. Oh, my God. The Departed might be my favorite Jack Nicholson film. Really? Yes. I, but, I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't yet. Right. So. Um, as much as our, our listeners do like listening to our us go off on, on these trails, let's let's yeah. do get through what your week was like, though. I yeah. Don't know too All right. Here. So watch The Quiet Place. Um, I borrowed the fire and fury book i saw that inside the trump white house so which my is friend, my friend peggy listener of the podcast hi peggy she hi, peggy. shout out to peggy shout out to peggy for being a team team rich listener i have a team daniel listener yes. you have a team so we each have I, our I, mvps I, I think she's a team podcast listener because i think she's on board with both of us at this point oh very nice hi so, peggy hey yeah. Be on my team too. Half yeah. on both teams. I guess it's Team Daniel, Rich, yeah, and then I'm Team Banana. Uh, yeah, basically Team Brian. No, team Brian. No, no Team Banana. You can be your own team. You, you yes. Now Team Banana. Shout out to Team Brian wherever you are. Let yeah. us know. Yeah, let us know. Anyway, Brian has no one. <laughs> Technically, Brian has everyone. It's true. Continue. Anyway, um, so I'm looking forward to reading that. Um, there was other stuff I was thinking about earlier today and it just passed out of my arm with the platelet donation, I guess. 
So I don't I donated platelets today, and uh, during that I watched the producers Mel Brooks film. There's a silent movie that you could watch. Mel Brooks silent movie. He made the, a silent movie. The producers is a silent film. No, the producer of the producers, Mel Brooks. He made a movie called Silent Movie. Mm. And it is a silent movie with the exception of one line of dialogue. Okay. The movie is about him trying to make a silent movie. And <laughs> yeah. So I'm on board already. <laughs> so what do you need in a silent movie? You need a mime. Right. Because they don't well, yeah, speak. Exactly. So he calls Marcel Marceau, the most famous mime. <laughs> He calls him up on the phone, asks him if he'd like to be in a silent movie, and you hear Marcel Marceau go, no, and hang up the phone. That is the <laughs> only line of dialogue in the movie. <laughs> I, w- I expect nothing less from Mel Brooks. Exactly. Because Mel Brooks is like the king of cheese. Yes. The king of like addressing things that yeah. are just silly. So I have I have the Mel Brooks collection on DVD, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been taking with me to donate platelets. Cause, oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Because I have to sit there for two hours. Honestly, that's so mm-hmm. awesome and relaxing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, got, okay. I've got a needle in my arm. But you can't listen but... to it? Yeah, you can. Oh, you can listen yeah, to they, it Yeah, they have headphones and the uh, screen right in front of you. Have you thought about taking your Switch dock? and just? I can't hook up anything your, to it. Um... It's... It's a TV DVD flat screen DVD, combo, right? And that's what you said is because yeah. you have the V for Vendetta Blu-ray, but yeah. not the DVD, and that's why you didn't watch V for Vendetta. Yes, I was scouring my collection for the V for Vendetta DVD, couldn't find it. Opted for the producers instead. If we could use that for a segue, okay. I finished the V for Vendetta graphic. Yes, what did you think? Novel. Uh, I think that it's absolute shit. Really? Com- <laughs> compared to the movie. I thought I finished it, and I went, okay. Okay. Nah. <laughs> just nah. So I read the graphic. You lent me that, and it, you know, it's been, I've been getting through it just because I don't read that often, which yeah. is about to change because I'm getting really serious about Lord of the Rings. But the 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 graphic novel, uh, and I don't know if it's, be, maybe the, the movie ruined me because I just, I, you know, and that was number two on, on my list of the D, of my top five DC films. And V for Vendetta uh, was number two because of the character and, and things that went into it. Now, V for Vendetta, I understand why it was adapted and why people did like it. And the, the reasons you liked it was because of its uh, its inflection on political, you know, the idea of a political post-apocalypse. Uh, apocalypse, right? Yeah. A political post-apocalypse. I said it all at once. and A political dystopia. There you go. Thank you. All yeah. right. Um, so I, mine was harder. And so yeah. <laughs> yes. we do like the uh, reading it. It was just very – they add a lot of color in the film. And okay. I don't mean just literal color. It's a little more colorful yeah. because that's an old graphic novel. The movie is a newer movie. I think it came out within the last, not within the last decade, but at least in the last decade. It's been out for a few now. Yeah, and it it was so, um, you know, they do a lot more to flesh out the world that you're living in. Yeah, which generally the books are the ones that do this, right? When you're reading the books, the books are the ones. I'm burping. I burp too much in the podcast sometimes, I feel like. Um, but I'm going to keep burping out loud anyway. I just didn't want to do it in the middle of talking. Stop yeah. yelling at me, Rich. 
So no, I appreciate was, the turn of the head, uh, and I'm sure uh, the li- even, listeners do as well. So. Exactly. So, but no, r- reading it generally when you read graphic novels or books, they fill you in more, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the books are where the details are at, right? You yeah. blew my mind telling me about Lord of the Rings and how much I was missing in the yeah. books. Where, like, literally, they go back to freaking the, the the hobbits go back to to Hobbiton and beat the shit out of the barbarian mm-hmm. assholes that were like running the oh, place. Yeah. yeah, and they just straight whoop them, and it's like a badass homecoming sounds awesome uh, brian's face just whoa, he mm. didn't he, he didn't even know that shit but so the oh god oh the dogs are anyways so that being said mm. um the movie is far more flushed out and not in a bad way i feel like so when they take this now generally these movies mess up when they change things mm-hmm. a lot or when they add mm-hmm. too much right so, for instance, and we've had this conversation, uh, we kind of had this conversation, and it's something I really want to do at a Comic-Con one day is dress up as V and make eggs in a basket for everyone coming in the door. Okay. Because when V, uh, when Evie first wakes up in the hell out, is that right? <laughs> is that okay? Is it picking it up a lot? Well, when we're quiet, you can hear the the woofers quite a bit. I don't think it's that bad because we, you know, it happens. Let's talk August. over it. Yeah, let's it's... just talk over it. I was just curious. Anyways, so, but that being said... <laughs> Sorry, Brian. In, 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 Have some banana chips. In V for Vendetta, <laughs> in V for Vendetta, when Evie is initially uh, rescued, liberated by V, uh, she wakes up um, in the what I forget what it's called the 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 Library of Arts and Interests. <laughs> no, that's where we're at right now. Okay. It, it could be. Yeah. So she wakes up and he's making breakfast. Okay. And he's making eggs in a basket, and he puts one on the plate for her. And he says, and he's he's like, eating, she's eating this, and she goes, "Is this real butter?" And he uh. he goes, "Yeah, yeah, it's real butter." And she's like, "How did you get real butter?" He goes, "Well, I just uh, waylaid one of the trains headed to the president's office. Oh wow! And took it for myself. And this is where he's getting all of these cool things for us. So it adds those little bits." Okay. personality to the world they're living in right she's freaking real butter yeah. you know what i mean which really adds character to the world that they're living in yeah while v for vendetta v for vendetta after watching the movie i feel like v for vendetta is only one dimension or two dimensions of the world that they're living in yeah. the third one at you know the movie adds three dimensions largely so and you know for it but they also you know they change little things like for instance at the end of of uh v for vendetta uh major spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen v for vendetta that i'm about to say right now but you should have read or seen it by now if you cared that much (laughs) v for vendetta is uh at the end he's shot and killed Mm -hmm. by one guy uh in the movie he goes down taking out a fuck ton of guys (laughs) Okay. In badass fashion. Okay. But there's a ton of these political officers instead. So, um it's for those for that reason they they okay. change and they alternate. Is, is her fate the same? Her fate is no. Okay. Not even. I, um okay. well, here's the deal though. Yes and no. It's I'll hard watch to say movie. because I don't want to straight <laughs> say it, but it's beautiful. All right. I'll watch the movie. Yeah, I'll watch the movie. Just watch the we... movie because it's like what happens is very much more heartfelt, I feel. Yeah. I felt like the end of this V for Vendetta was kind of a cop out where they're like, well, her name's Evie, so she can take on the, the mantle of V 
and and be this person in the movie much more different much more telling of the message he was trying to get across okay for that reason i feel like the movie v for vendetta is actually far by fucking miles superior to the graphic novel okay and that's fair yeah well any there's there's book to movie and then there's movie to book Yes. So your perspective changes depending on which one you were exposed to first. Exactly. Like kids watching Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Absolutely love those movies. They do. And then they go to the books and love the books. Yeah. And then there's adults that have read the books and then they're like, all right, when's this movie coming out? And then they see the movie and they're like, well, that was shit. (laughs) I know. Right. And in retrospect, I remember watching um, The Prisoner of Azkaban for the first time. And that was – The Prisoner of Azkaban was such a a fork in the road in terms of – and they took that fork uh, in the opposite direction in terms of tone of the films. The Prisoner of Azkaban went in the opposite direction in terms of tone from the first two movies, right? The first two movies straight up felt like Steven Spielberg. They they, You got that old 90s vibe like I want to say like Hook and E.T. even the Goonies kind of feel, right? Yeah, you got that spectacle. Exactly. Oh, the world is magic. And then The Prisoner of Azkaban comes out and it's like, actually this is a also very adult very messed up world these kids are living in yeah you know where these characters are wrongly imprisoned uh these dementors are ruining harry and i remember watching it seeing how much they missed from the book and leaving the the, that was the very first movie i saw that i was like okay it's possible for movies to ruin how i feel about these books because i wanted the movie to feel and look the exact same as the first two yeah, and then they didn't. We watched them all again recently, um, like a year ago for Christmas, I think. Um, yeah, my wife and I, and Prisoner of Azkaban was my favorite. Yeah, out of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. So because what you're saying that's here, the best one of all of them. It's true. It's true. Of all the films, that is the best one. Mm-hmm. Mainly because the kids have actually figured out how to act and have gotten good direction and yeah, everything. Yeah. They're fine. They're finally like the working feel of good it. Alfonso Cuaron, also director of gravity. Oh, that okay. movie, but you know, I haven't seen gravity. I have it. Haven't seen it. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to get mad at you for those things anymore. If you haven't seen the departed, there's no movie I could get more mad at you for not seeing than <laughs> okay. the departed. All right. I will watch the departed and be for vendetta. Okay. Before next podcast and gravity. <laughs> the way you look at me just now I look at the screen to see you look over at me and be like that's not happening obviously I'm sorry it's okay. I'm sorry it's okay I'm sorry don't get so demanding but anyway so yeah I finished FIFA Vendetta and now you can uh, yeah. um, you have already handed me the Watchmen yep. to watch so, um, I'll read that I'm gonna have Brian over we're gonna try and watch and actually finish the Watchmen movie which is hard yeah it's tough it the Watchmen Watchmen is a very tough one mm-hmm. to get through. Um, you, When you're reading the graphic novel, you will be tempted to skip the pirate parts. Do not skip the pirate parts. Pirate? Pirate. I was thinking the same thing. Like hook claw and hat and pointy ass feather. Okay. Oh, no, we're talking about different types of pirates. All right. The, the pirate parts were skipped for the movie with reason. And I understand the reason, mm-hmm. but the pirate parts were animated and then put into a add-on for the DVD. Oh, 
So okay. this, what it is, is in the graphic novel, The Watchmen, mm-hmm. as the story's unfolding, they keep checking in with a guy at a newsstand. And you'll see the newsstand in the movie from mm-hmm. time to time, not really focused on much. But there's a guy at a newsstand, and he's kind of updating everyone on the current events. Like, this is, we're at four minutes to midnight on the doomsday clock, or, you know, oh, the we need what happened to the watchman. We need to bring the watchman back and all this. Or he's like, you know, vigilante superheroes are dead and they should stay dead, whatever. But he's kind of catching, chipping in his two cents. And there's a kid sitting right by his newsstand, reading a comic book. And as time progresses, he's reading the comic. Well, the comic is a pirate story, which is then put into the graphic novel. As the story unfolds. Okay. So this story comes into the Watchmen story. Mm -hmm. And they interact very well together to where the pirate story is telling the Watchmen story without being too bonk bonk on the head about it. Oh, okay. Because it's also very dire, the whole Watchmen thing. It feels very serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's probably got the greatest villain exchange in any comic book, any superhero versus villain comic. I'll get on board with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's awesome. Anyway, well, I'll read it and I'll tell you. Well, how many pages is this? Well, it's um, it's thumb thick for a comic book. That's pretty. It doesn't actually say. No, it won't have page numbers. Okay. It'll have page numbers, but it won't have the graphic novel page numbers. It'll have the page numbers of the co- individual comics. Now, if I'm cor- if I'm correct, uh, there is a Watchmen show in development at HBO right now. Yes, there is, and I think that's going back to the first iteration of the Watchmen. Okay, that might be interesting to see. Um, what if there's just one off episode per season that had the pirates in it? It was strictly just the pirates. That'd be awesome. Would it be awesome? Uh, it, it would. And then that story goes on from like season to season. It kind of depends on the time frame that they put it in. Like okay. If they go to if they go to forties Watchmen or, mm-hmm. or not forties like oh so it might go decade if, by decade by decade. Like there's there's two sets of Watchmen. Mm-hmm. There's the sixties Watchmen. Yeah. And then there's the eighties Watchmen. And okay. the eighties Watchmen are the ones that we're really relating to. Okay, okay, okay. So, the 60s Watchmen were in New York fighting crime and in California fighting crime. They all kind of came together to become the Watchmen. But they're all separate, different uh, vigilantes. Okay. And they came together to fight crime together. And then, when they retired, they disbanded. Well, then, in the 80s, some other guy comes up and says, hey... We should start this again. The world's pretty bad. Let's mm-hmm. get the Watchmen together again. Okay. So now it's a whole new team of Watchmen. Uh-huh. And it only includes one of the originals. One of the original Watchmen. The comedian. Okay. So the comedian was kind of like a Robin on the original. And now he's a Batman on the 80s one. Kind of. Hmm. As far as age and level of experience and everything. Okay. So I don't know if the series is going to be 60s Watchmen or 80s Watchmen. Either way, I'm excited for it. Right. So 
no watchmen is like definitely on my to finish list and now i can finish the graphic novel so i'll be okay with that you know and as we as we continue in our endeavors we're gonna do our first let's play today um i have that that double pack still of the the end is night video game nice we could do that whole thing and make it a thing and we'll um play a little bit because it's a ps3 game okay you have a ps3 sitting right here i do we're gonna do it we're gonna do it we're gonna do it hard all right it's gonna be awesome the laptop is actually hooked into the HDMI port for the PS2. That's fine. Okay. I didn't know that would be an issue. Right it, it, well, no. Oh, we okay. can un- un- unplug it, switch. plug around. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. I really have a HDMI switch. Nice. I need to get one of those. That's what I was... I meant to do that. I was like, grab another one I know I didn't return it for a reason. It HDMI. was one of those that goes the wrong way. Like, mm-hmm. a, instead of having four inputs to one output, yes. it's one input to four outputs. Oh, okay. I don't know if that would work. It's, if that's what we have in mind. No, we'll make it work. Yeah, okay. no, that might work too. I need to buy one of my own because um, we, Brian and I went in together on a game capture. You already know this. I'm okay. letting everyone know. So the idea is that we can start putting out um, more entertaining content on YouTube because at the end of the day, we want most of our stuff to be on YouTube. Um, okay. We aren't yet. We're strictly on SoundCloud right now. This needs to change very quickly. Just waiting on some art, and then we're going to do this. We're going to push it out. It's going to be awesome. Now um, – that being said, this brings me to another development okay. in my week that I might, yes. might need Tell to. About m- your m- well, I might need to explain strictly because I don't. I don't know what's going to happen in the month of June. But um, so far, with the way my ankle has been feeling, I might need surgery on it. All right. I'm getting an MRI on June 1st to confirm, and then after that, I could potentially uh, be out of work for six weeks. Okay. In this time, I have every intention of utilizing that to make as much content for everyone as I can, which will include when Daniel plays, where I go back and I play old games. How loud is that, Brian? That one's really loud. (laughs) Nothing? Okay, I'm going to stop addressing dog barks, I think. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're talking over it. It's fine. If you hear random dogs barking in the background, they're not random. They're mine. Okay. We're sorry. There, there. There we go. The woofs. The woofers. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. Pooching around. Yeah. Who Roxy else? tends to agree very strongly with movies, and Coraline tends to strongly agree with video games. Okay. So that's see? probably who we'll hear we from at those them. different points. Yes. Who let the dogs out? Who? Uh, who? 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 I, I who? think Brian did, or you did. Or was, it was a team venture. No, it was me. It was strictly me. Oh, and I okay. messed up, and, and, and Athena peed everywhere, and I'm sorry. Okay, that's it's okay. my fault. You just, I'm Excitable sensitive, stop yelling. Piddles. It's no. fine. Okay. So, uh, again, so um, I'm going to start with Ocarina of Time. I'm going to go back, and what I'm going to do is actually um, revenge fuck these games. <laughs> okay. Where um, what we would do before we were married men is yes. if uh, there was uh, a woman that, that uh, were able to get away from us. And, and you know, um, because they were not uh, into the 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 manliness of our stature, if we weren't there yet, if we were looking a little too prepubescent, the women yeah. were like, no. And then maybe we got skinny, maybe we sprouted another foot or foot yeah. and a half, and then said women said, oh, I guess I'll give you some attention now. Yes. And then at that point, we would allow their advances and take advantage of said advances and then uh-huh. never talk to them again. Bolt the other way. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I have a strong desire to go back and show Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Who's boss? I have a strong nice. desire to go back and show Donkey Kong 64. Who's the fucking boss? Nice. Um, KOTOR. 
I couldn't even get off the fucking shelf because I never had an Xbox. Yeah. Now I have one. Now OG games are backwards compatible. Yes. Motherfuckers on my list. Is Kotor backwards of compatible yeah, now? It's OG. Yeah. It's on the OG. Yeah. So is so is uh Knights of the Old Republic too. Uh, see, exactly. I find it. I yes. Find it. So well uh I you know, and you, we we try not to be ridiculously obscene in terms of language, so from yeah. now on I will call it revenge beat. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go back and I'm going to revenge beat these games because I will be in a boot for six weeks and I cannot even do light duty work. Yeah. For what I do in a boot. So right. I'm gonna take advantage of it. And, and start doing that. So I set all of that up. And then uh, my uh, ost- osteocardial, not cardial, there's nothing to do. Osteochondrial lesion of the talus will be repaired. That would be a badass name for a band. Right? Or a movie. <sighs> like if lesion, if the S had a G and you could call it, uh, you know, yes. osteochondrial lesion of the talus. That would be really cool, and that would be a good title. But Legion no. of the Talus would be an awesome guild name. That too. That's maybe that's what we should call people from now on. All of our listeners, they are the Legion of the Talus. <laughs> the Legion of the Talus. And then anyone who is a medical um, partaker in any kind of any kind is just going to roll their eyes every <laughs> fucking time we see that. They're it's gonna your, be like a collective. Of yeah, the foot, they're going to be really? like, um, this is the bone that connects <laughs> your your leg to your foot that is part yes. of the ankle. So let's stop yeah. doing that. So they're going to make two three millimeter incisions. Okay. They're going to stick a camera on a stick in one, and they're going to stick a tool on a stick yeah. in one. I said stick way too many times. And they're going to stick sticky. them in at the same time. Yeah, it's a very what we're saying here is very yeah. sticky. Um, but they're going to stick them in at the same time. They're going to remove bone fragments, and then they're going to poke holes in the bone of my ankle mm-hmm. to see if they can get cartilage to grow. Because a patch of weeds is better than nothing when you can't have grass. So okay. says Dr. So the- I forgot his name already. I thought... I thought they had like. Never mind. I I thought I had read something about how they're doing bone replacement by putting in like, almost like a. A lattice of sponge work, out of like marrow from other areas and stem cells, right? And that's like supposed to like regrow bone. That's cool. Maybe that's what they're doing essentially. I, I, mean, and I just I don't, don't know it. I read the paperwork. It just didn't. He didn't make it sound like that. He just, you know, he was very, you know, he just yeah. gave me the the rundown of it. He said what we should probably do. He said we could leave it alone and it might never bother you again. It could come back to bother you later in life and we can't do anything about it. Right. He said you're the perfect age to have this surgery. It on a scale of ten, it's a two. Nice. So just do it, get it over with. And I said fine because my ankle is killing me now so i'm just fine with it he said be proactive i'm gonna do it and then i'm gonna like you know um but the whole thing is just that like i don't like surgery in the first place and nobody I mean, does sarah says that i was just kind of expecting i mean we were rolling up and i was like well if this is surgery and sarah's like it's not surgery and i'm just sitting here like no she called ahead of time so i was waiting to go in there and be sitting there in this cold damp room i was farting out of nervousness <laughs> and my tight wet cheeks are just squeezed up against the rubber of the the patient's seat and that just like made it way louder i think yeah. my doctor might have actually waited to come in because he was like you know didn't yeah. want to know i was be, i was cracking him i didn't oh. even wait i was just being loud and and i was just kind of like waiting for them to just come in and like 
for the doctor to come in and go, you know, what we're kind of looking at here when I'm looking at your x-ray is surgery, grab them. And they all have to come from like, <laughs> nurses are sprouting from behind. They're jumping out from uh, fucking drawers and out of the sink. And they're like grabbing me. And they're fucking, and then he's like loading a dart gun with a fucking like elephant tranquilizer because Sarah called ahead and said, if you tell him surgery, he's going to run. He's going to fucking run. <laughs> and I was, and I was ready. When we walked in the door, there was a guy in front of us on crutches. <laughs> he had his own boot. And I was like, I'm going to look like that guy. Fuck this. And I started turning around and walking. Sarah's like, Daniel, come on. I'm like, but I don't want to. And I'm like, you know what? The cowardly lion, I don't blame him for jumping out the fucking window because that was a long-ass hallway. I wanted to get out the door, but that door was so far away, I was about to jump out the window. Yeah. Cowardly lion? I understand it. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's he didn't want surgery either. Maybe maybe you know Oz is Perhaps. you know that's what he was gonna do. And I just didn't you know uh, shout out to Cowardly Lion for uh, being a straight G. And I understand him. And I think we're on the same page now. Nice. Um, so no, and I I'm not really that that nervous about surgery. It's just more like a you know just not something I want to do if I don't have to. But I guess I'm getting to that age now. And there are people who have had far worse surgeries by my age. Yep. Than that. And again. On a scale of two I to think ten, I had my first whatever. surgery at your age as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. To date, my only surgery. But um, I had a lump in my neck here. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, you know, I'd been a heavy smoker for like seven, eight years mm-hmm. or so. So I was like, all right, this might be something. It might be nothing. I should definitely go get it checked out. So I went and checked, got went to the doctor and I was like, what the hell is this? And he was like, oh, well, that's a lymph, that's the area of a lymph node, so it could just be a swollen lymph node, it could be a tumor, I don't know, we're gonna have to, like, this is beyond my ilk, I'm gonna have to send you to a specialist. So I get sent to a, sent to an ear, nose, and throat specialist, or an ENT. Okay. So, I was very excited about that. Yeah, because it's You know, from... I was telling Christy, I was like, I'm going to an ENT boot. Yes. True neutral. Yes. I'm going to an ENT boot. Yes. And, uh. He checked it out and he was like, all right, well, we'll schedule you for surgery. I was like, surgery? He was like, well, yeah, we're going to take it out. <laughs> I was like, okay, do I need it? And he was like, you've got others. It's cool. I mean, unless it's a tumor, then you definitely don't need it. Right. But if it is just a swollen lymph node, then you've got others. It's cool. Right. Okay. He, I was like, do I need to worry about this? And he was like, why? And I'm like, <laughs> He's right. He's right. Make Why this, the hell would I worry make, about make this? Make this connection. <laughs> so I was, I was sitting there and I was like, well, if I worry about it, then I'm suffering. If I'm worried about it and it turns out to be nothing, I'm suffering for nothing. Yeah. And if I, if I don't worry about it and then it turns out to be something, then I can worry about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. So I was pretty much just one cool cookie going in. Well, I told work, hey, I'm getting surgery on this date. I'm going to be off for a week. Put in the ETO. Didn't even mess with FMLA or anything. Sure. Cool. All right. So I go in for surgery. And at, on that, on the day before that, Christy left on a flight to Las Vegas. Because I told her that I wanted to get out of Georgia by hook or by crook. I really didn't care. Mm-hmm. I just wanted mm-hmm. to get the fuck out. Yeah. And she was like, well, I want to move to Vegas, so do you want to move to Vegas? I was like, let's move to Vegas. Let's wow. move anywhere. Plot twist. Yes. Because how did you end up here if you went to Vegas? Continue. Anyway, yes. So she goes to Vegas to go house hunting, and I go to the hospital. 
And I told my mom the week before, I was like, yeah, I got this lump in my neck. It probably nothing might be something. I don't know, but I'm going into surgery to get it checked out. Oh my God. Do you need me to come down? If you want, I don't care. Christy's going to be out of town anyway. Yeah. I was just going to catch a cab home. I already caught a ride here. And she was like, well, no, just drive your car there. And while you're in surgery, I'll fly in, take a cab to the hospital, and then I'll drive you home. And I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting in, at, surgeries are always early ass in the morning. Yeah, right. So I, I get off work and I go to the hospital because I was working third shift at that point. So I went in at like 10 p.m., get out at like 6 a.m. and mm-hmm. just go straight to the hospital. And I'm sitting there and the nurse comes in and she's like, oh, your first surgery, are you nervous? And right when she, she was saying this as she's opening the curtain, and right when she says nervous, it kind of trails off because she sees a young man calmly sitting there reading a Sherlock Holmes novel. And she's like, do you want something to calm you down? And I was like, do I need something to calm me down? <laughs> she's like, you don't look like you do. Right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, just to make sure I can give you some Valium. Okay, I'll take a Valium. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. So she gives me a Valium, and I, she's like, you're remarkably calm about going into surgery for your mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm assuming you guys are professionals. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming this is not your first time, and you know what you're doing. Exactly, and that's the next thing, right? Is yeah. that on my end of the spectrum, I'm just kind of like, they are professionals. Um, they, you know, And while it's scary on one end to think about what they're about to do to you, it's also important to think about on the opposite side of the spectrum is that this is potentially the 800th time they've yeah. done this. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. if they come in the room and tell me, hey, uh, this is... Dr. Fiflickety Mickety, and uh, this is going to be a second surgery on you today on your ankle. I'd be like, okay, um, I want a different contract (laughs) to sign before he goes to work on me because I need to know that, you know what I mean? But even then, those people, they don't do, you know, I'm sure they do plenty of surgeries underneath the supervision of surgeons who have been doing it longer, much longer, you know what I mean? So they don't, you know, when they do these things, they do not leave room for error in terms of the people that need to learn these things because they are so important. They are going to people's bodies and modifying them and changing them. So pretty much any anesthesiologist that's been doing it 10 years and Mm -hmm. done countless things. Yes. They'll have at least two students with them. Yeah, exactly. That are learning to do it as well. Yep. And so even when they're, when the students become the teachers, Mm -hmm. This mm-hmm. is still their two hundredth time putting somebody under. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. So and they offer, um, you know, they they said, you know, we can either you know knock you out with anesthesia, anesthesia yeah. or we can uh, give you the spinal tap uh, number, which you won't feel anything below your waist anyway. And I, you know, and I'm at this point, I was like, and I, and I get in the car with Sarah, and I am like, Let's go for the air. So if they if they give me the shot, can I play Switch during the surgery? <laughs> No. Can I play Nintendo Switch? And then I said, can I actually have a camera on me doing a Let's Play (laughs) and a camera on my ankle while they're cutting into it and doing the surgery? And she was like, no, HIPAA would never allow for that. But it would be the coolest Let's Play ever. Guy just, you know, guy guy beats Bayonetta or like guy does Mario Odyssey speed run. Well, I I mean, I would be terrible, but. I think Tom Green had to jump through so many hoops to get his testicle removal on TV. And filmed. So I'm a, I'm aware of Tom Green and Tom Green's antics. Yeah. This this actually happened. Oh yeah, yeah. This... He it was right around the time that his show was on or ending. 
mm-hmm. or something, but he mm-hmm. found out that there was a lump on his testicle and oh, he no. needed to get it removed. Okay. Or it was torsion or something. I can't remember what it was right. exactly. I think it was cancer, but he uh he wanted to document all of it for his show. I bet he did. Well, he's still yeah. around for one, so yeah, one can yeah. Assume. He's like voice actor. Yeah, he's doing exactly. all kinds of stuff. But um, he filmed it. He got the camera crew in the hospital. Yes, as he's going through, and he's yes. like, "This is me." Cancer special. It's there. Yeah, there yeah. it is. The Tom Green cancer special. Very nice. Yeah, and I, he had to jump through so many wow. damn hoops to get. <laughs> to get that filmed and out there, but he was uh, uh, he was diagnosed with and successfully treated for testicular cancer. Yep, that's pretty cool. Know that yeah, he would that be was, able to do that. that. Like way back yeah, then. but I'm not Tom Green, so that's never going to fly. They're not going to let me do that. Anyway, no matter how minor it is yeah. in comparison, so that's anyway, trying to change that. Given the opportunity, go for the gas because they were like, "All right, we're taking you into the room," and the volume's kicking in, and I'm like, "Okay." And they were like, okay, just breathe deep and count backwards from 10. And I just went, 10. Right. And then I opened my eyes and I'm like, is it over? And they were like, yeah. Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. It nothing. Was nothing. And it's done. I didn't even know time passed. Yep. See, what I would like to do when they tell me to count down from 10 is say, uh, don't tell me what to do, <laughs> mortals. You're <laughs> no match for the might of Thor. <laughs> <laughs> One seminal Kenneth Branagh film yes. uh, quote there, also known as Thor. Yes. Did I get too loud? Topic. 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 Set so you use your big boy words, Brian. What is what is it? Put what a notepad you... on the tangent. screen. Tangent. Oh, we're getting too tangent. Oh, we're getting too tangential. People like our tangents. Hopefully. Now, when it takes Rich yeah. 45 minutes to get a point across in a DC special, sorry about that's that. where we need to. That. That's, that, I'm going to work wrong, on It was that. an amazing point. Yeah. It was an amazing point. I was listening to it. I was like, is this what he means? No, this is where he's going with this. No, yeah. this is where he's going with this. Yeah, I just got but, too wrapped up in the nostalgia. You know, but you heard it and, and you so. learned it. Yes. And on the way here, we were kind of just making a note of how much we're learning as we go as well. Yeah. Um, which, But thank you for the pointer still that you felt like it was getting too tangential. If Brian's getting bored with it and he's pretty yeah. patient, then maybe we're talking too much about it right or we can go on another 30 minutes fuck you brian so isn't that technically incest now because we're uh, all right um (laughs) we've kind of followed like four tangents so i'm not sure where we're at also we had to stop and start recording so i could give my wife the keys for them to go out shopping so anyway we're doing watch the movie watchmen before you read that book before finish finish the movie then read the book. Is that how you feel about it? Well, I think that I think that anytime you're you've got the opportunity to be introduced to something new, yeah. Always go movie to book. Always go movie to book. Okay, like you really enjoyed V for Vendetta. Yeah. But you hadn't read the book and then you read the book and you were like, I still like the movie better. Right. Okay. I was the same way with Fight Club. Okay. I watched the movie Fight Club, loved Fight Club. Then mm-hmm. I got the book and I was like Movies better, not so much. Yeah. So, I still enjoy both of them. Okay, is the is the kind of the key there is that I can appreciate when I that. read when I see the movie and then read the book, I can enjoy both. If I read the book and then see the movie, the book's always better. The movie is shit. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's typically well how for it that goes. reason. Shouldn't I go backwards then from V for Vendetta, where I should like? Well, no, I've already seen most of the movie, but I don't remember the movie that well. 
either. I could potentially just just like read the book first and then you still could. see. I don't know. No, I'll do it. I'll just do it how you want me to do it. I'll just do it. I, I would argue. highly suggest you watch the movie first and then go and read the book. Okay. All right. I mean, you, you know, your me. life, you do what you want. I'm right. just <laughs> saying. No, still. What video games have you had an opportunity to play? Because I have not, being that like getting the podcast started, if mm-hmm. I've had a spare amount of time, I'm doing podcast stuff. I haven't played a video game for a week and a half. Neither have I. Okay, no, we're there. I yeah, mean, I mean I, still I, this, like, you know, was, I, yes, you're the I, only yeah, one, Brian. You are the only one, Brian. So what did you play, Brian? What did you play? Uh, give me a second. There, there we go. So, so for, for my weekend, weekend the, the only games I've really been playing is Monster, Monster Hunter Generation. Generation. On the 3DS because they're going to bring out the next one this August onto the Switch. It's true. I saw okay. that. And that's pretty appealing um, in terms of, like, having that mobility and being able to play Monster Hunter. That's definitely a game where, like, if – but at the same time, like – but yeah, mm-hmm. and people were begging them to bring the new Monster Hunter. The what is the newest one? I, for, I forgot. Yeah, Monster Hunter World, um, which is a game that got really good reviews. They said it was really good. I started it. Uh, I got to a boss that I couldn't beat, and I stopped playing it forever. And I haven't felt the need to go back at all. What? I was well. I was, and I couldn't. I was trying to play with people, playing. You know, fighting against the. It was called the Anjanath. It was like the first, like really hard one. The T Rex, dumb fucking hard. And I was like, you know, and that uh, it was already a not. It was. Don't get me wrong. The game was fun and cool. But then um, Joe ended up putting in. Uh, Joe, my BFFFFFF, um, ended up going in and playing the game and putting like fifty to sixty hours into it. Yeah. And then he was like, actually, to like really capitalize on this game, you need to put in like 200 hours of grinding. And I was like, for the best armor, for the best um, okay. resources, it's, it's, stuff like that. Right. That sounds about my speed. I love the grind. I also will, true. I will bring in my PS4 for you to try. Okay. That will be one of our things. He has a PS4. I have the oh, PS4. I'm just over there. there you go. Yes. Okay. Thank you for that, Brian. Thank you. Now, uh, also, um, when we're talking about trying things, uh, number one fan on the Daniel side of the spectrum, Taylor, um, made mention of bringing in um, the VRs. When we do that, we might need a PC that can handle it, Brian. Just heads up. If we get the go-ahead from Taylor and Taylor's boyfriend, if you could move it over and we make that video – that would be awesome. This could be something to be discussed outside of the podcast. I'm just okay. now realizing yeah, it is probably. Like entirely irrelevant. But yeah. not entirely super irrelevant. Yeah. I just uh, you know, I I I I I I just need you to know that because it's already it would already be phenomenal enough that um a friend of the podcast would bring three sets of VRs. Yeah. They should not have to move their PC. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. We should meet them in the middle. Yeah, and and wine them and and dine them and treat them to a nice evening. Well, I've been looking at the possibility of building another PC. Oh, you? Oh, you're ooh. That because... excites me because uh, uh, Brian and I. Uh, oh, jeez. Brian and I have both the art built, man. The art. That was like as Brian's breaking shit. Do we have to put you back in the cage? We'll put you back in the cage. Less banana chips. Anyway, <laughs> we will take away your plantain chips. <laughs> we will we will ration them. I'll get you saltless plantain chips, Banana. and nothing is fucking worse Banana than chips. any saltless food. Mm, yum, yum. Rich, yes. 
<laughs> we keep forgetting to celebrate one seminal holiday that is known as Passover. Yes, yes, yes. It's sitting down there. Sorry. Is yes. there any chance that you guys could talk PC things while I go down there to get said items? Don't they have to cook? No. They don't have to cook. They don't have to cook. I'm pretty sure you can eat some of this stuff straight. At least certain I wanted We're gonna, to cook. I was talking about the PC stuff. Talk about the okay. PC stuff. So a while back, I built my PC just from the ground up because all the components I wanted in an Alienware system would have been like 3500 and I was able to build it for like 1400 Oh, yeah. It's, it's always cheaper building, building your own PC. Yeah. I think I... S- I honestly saved about five hundred dollars building my own PC. I'm still building up. I just got a new graphics card for my own PC just a week ago. Yeah. 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 Titan Ti. Well, it's a Ti seven ten seventy. Yeah. But the seven. It's one new ten series. Yeah. But it's phenomenal. Going from my old nine sixty to this new ten seventy is fun. Fucking fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm wanting to build a PC. I'm not sure what what level I'm wanting to build it at. Like, am I wanting to build a just a super fast desktop, or am I wanting to build a gaming PC? If you just want a super fast desktop, I might just be able to give you my old one and just wipe the hard drive. Okay. Is it a hard drive or is it a static drive? It is a hard drive. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, see that that was the issue that I ran into with my old one was that 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 thing ran for about nine years at same speed, just awesome. But I kept having to redo the hard drive because I was blowing those up. Yeah, hard drives. This one is a terabyte. It'll save a lot of memory. I have no issue with it so far. Nice. So. Well, it'd probably have to be. I'd probably have to gear it for a gaming PC though, if we're gonna be playing VR. Yeah, it, it, it will definitely need a new processor and stuff like that. I'd recommend just building a new PC. Right. But this one can just be used for just whatever the fuck you want. Okay. I'll let you give me my old graphics card that you see in it. Nice. Well, that might that one we might throw in the uh, in the den of bricks and have that as the as the master for this. Yeah. So, because we can port over all this stuff to that yeah. without an issue, really. Yeah, that's, that's going to be one of our Patreon goals. Yeah, now that we're on that subject, we're hoping to get there. That's right. one of our first major goals, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Well, the major goal is getting the electrical in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, to be able to move in there and get the electrical Right. And have a more space. Yeah, I don't know who did the electrical on this house, but I kind of want to find him and shoot him in the foot. Just... <laughs> Because I, we had two outlets in there, and one of them's a GFCU outlet, which is grounded with a breaker in it, so that if it gets wet or anything, it can trip the circuit and not electrocute everyone. It eventually stops working, and I was like, okay, well, it might just be a bad outlet. I'll just swap the outlet. I swap the outlet, still isn't working. Well, I'm like, well, what the hell? I go and I check it out, and the lead wire going in is black and burned. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So... When I changed out the lighting in the garage, because the lighting in the garage was just a ceramic bulb 
insert thing, it, just your basic, basic thing. Well, I changed the light in the kitchen, so I took the light from the kitchen and put it into the garage. When I did that, it blew the other outlet. So I'm like, the only thing I did was connect two wires, and then I didn't mess with anything else because there's other shit in that box. I was like, I didn't mess with any of that other stuff. I just messed with the two wires. What the hell? Yeah. And you've been in construction, you know that that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, I'm like, why did this outlet blow? And then I go and I look at it, and there's scorch marks on the outside of the outlet. And I'm like, okay, somebody must have put a bad breaker in here or the wrong size breaker into the garage circuit. So, I'm at this point, I'm kind of like, I'm outside of my realm of understanding. I don't, plus, I don't, really don't want to fuck with electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've I've done I've done some stuff in construction, and I've received some pretty serious shocks. Like, and so that is enough to make me be like, eh, let's leave this to a professional. Because uh, there was one, there was one time we were doing a remodel of a of an apartment complex in Battle Creek, Michigan. And they're having me saw through a wall because it was a wall and they wanted to put it. There was a wall behind the staircase. So it was, this wall separated the staircase from the rest of the room. Yeah. And they wanted to turn that into a banister. So I had to cut out the wall. They didn't tell me there was a 220 line running through that wall. So I'm going through with a sawzall and then I hit that 220 line. And I fly back across the room. I'm out for maybe 15, 20 seconds. And the other guys come in and they're like, you all right? And I'm like, what happened? And they're like, I, well, the power's out for the entire building. I was like, eh, it might have been me. Okay. What? Matzo balls and broth. This is to add to, it says add to soup. We won't. What the fuck? Okay. What is all of this? Alright. I am a vendor. See, this is... Vendor so this, this is matzo ball soup ready to serve. Yeah, ready to serve. Um, okay, so what happened was um, I saw a lot of interesting food over Passover around the time of Easter in April. I we were filled with much fear. Anyway, go ahead. So we are at the um, – I was walking around. And I was like, damn, there's a, this is a lot of special food. You look like you're about to cry a little bit. You look like you're about to cry because I know you don't like fish. I'm so scared. So what we did is uh, – are you really – you look scared. I, no, I, I teared was, up for I was, a second. I think oh. I was just getting like weird allergy thing. Go ahead. Okay. So anyways, to continue over uh, said uh, crying oh, crying spirit. It's okay. So anyway, so I was walking past uh, after said holiday uh, clearance section and saw a lot of things um, that would allow us to participate. In, yes. Uh, this food is particularly kosher to be specific. So these are all saltless. I couldn't find the salt shaker or else I would have brought it. I'll go get the salt. You're going to go get the salt shaker. You're like, we're not doing this without salt. I don't think we're, because we have to do it with and without salt. So anyways, we're going to partake very late in Passover by eating some of this. There were matzo crack crackers too. Those weren't on sale because those are like year round things that you can eat. Eating yeah. the matzo crackers. Uh, my, my, my aunt is married to a Jew. Um, one biker uncle, Jewish yeah. 
named Mooch, who I proved he, is he exists yes, yes. to you. I sent you pictures. Yes. Um, he's a funny guy. I really like he's him. Cool shit. Um, yeah, no, I he is. I've never met the man. He's cool shit. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Anyway. So and and uh, she said, oh, this is how you eat matzo crackers. You put onions on them. You put cheese. You melt them. You make a little sandwich out of it. I was like, yeah, you live with a Jew, and you can tell. <laughs> It was a joke. I liked you. I mean, my uncles. I love my uncle Mooch. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not going to, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name is actually Mooch. Well, his real name's Glenn. But no one's calling him fucking Glenn. Not when you can call him Mooch. No. I mean, no one likes Glenn. You know you no. know what Glenn is? Glenn is brains all over the sidewalk, thanks to Lucille. Yeah. For those of you who don't know that, uh, yep. I know. Do you, you know what that reference is? Do you know that? Do you pick up on that a little bit? Okay, that's fine. Anyways, so um, what we have here are Yaz, Yarzit Memorial Candles by Yehuda. Okay. Yehuda. Sorry, am I pronouncing this right? I'll pronounce correctly. Yehuda. Matra balls in broth. This is add to soup. We I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm genuinely curious. No, but... me too. And it's not like I'm, we're not trying to be jerks. Right. We're trying to participate. Right. What we're doing is we're participating. Go get the salt, though. Um, go get and the salt. Um, what, what we have here. <laughs> is a, uh, I oh, yeah, see what you did there. Of a quiet place. Silo bit, kind of corny. And <laughs> the silo bit. Spoiler! What do we have here? So there's the matzo ball soup. Guys, I, I, we have grape juice to liquidate. Oh, that's a really cool cup. Still. Anyways, no, you get you guys can have coffee too. We're getting coffee. Obviously. Get your coffee. I don't care. Uh, what do we have here? Okay, so we have the matzo ball soup that's ready to serve. Um, we could probably heat this up, but we won't. Matzo balls in broth. Uh, add to soup. And then gefilte fish in jellied broth. Now, they had it in normal broth. You know what I mean? I thought we'd capitalize on the gross factor of this. Rich doesn't like fish, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. Rich doesn't like fish at all. And I've never had gefilte fish. I only hear gefilte fish in jokes. This says six pieces. There's six pieces in this gigantic jar of gefilte fish. There's six pieces. Wow. So... Google it. I don't know. Go look it. Look it up. Made from select fish that are caught in the Great Lakes of the USA, Manischewitz is proud to bring you our delicious gefilte fish, a traditional family favorite. Ooh, enjoy other things. Here we go. Yeah, there's a Tam Tam crackers, potato pancake mix, potato pancakes are interesting. Matzo ball and soup mix, which I think I have the matzo ball soup. That's ready to serve. And then I have just matzo balls and broth. Now, let's see. Did this? Ooh, this popped open and didn't actually leak. I actually dropped this earlier. This. Now, maybe it was starting to go. Maybe. Now, where's the uh, Best Buy 16th of July 2020? Except we opened it, so I don't know. 2020. 2020. So what else we have here is uh, they have macaroons. The macaroons are actually... Uh, they had like double chocolate chip. They had chocolate chip. They had chocolate. So I got carrot cake. Oh, that's fine. Macaroons. Cool. I really. Macaroons at work that are lemon on These are these are gluten free, low sodium, is what it says. Uh, ooh, cream cheese dipping sauce. We'll have none of that. <laughs> we're going in. We're going in raw. Ugh. We're going in. If I get sick, skin on skin. Tomorrow, I'm blaming you. Okay. So uh, you can tell me you got sick at your second job um, that you don't get paid at. So we have Kadem grape juice, 100% pure grape juice made with Concord grapes. No sugar, coloring, or flavoring added. Um, ooh, Mavushal. There's a little bit of uh, dreidel speak here on the bottom, that Hebrew talk. 
down here on the bottom i see that too and there's some more over here grape juice concentrate this one is blush grape juice so there's normal grape juice and then there's blush grape juice i don't know the difference maybe one's gonna make me a little bashful make me blush a little bit i don't know so what we're gonna do is we're going to participate in passover a month late more than a month late potentially is 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 Ooh, that one says sparkling. I don't think this is sparkling, though. I'm shaking it. I don't see carbonated bubbles. This makes me a little depressed. What? Now, um, we sent Rich for coffee. And salt. And salt. He might not come back because he doesn't want to eat fish. <laughs> no, he'll come back. I know he's going to come back. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open up these cups. I got enough for all of us to try... A little bit of each but we're not going to um we're gonna start without them obviously but we're gonna get there we're gonna do this now what is the expiration date on these macaroons because may 29th 2018 we don't have as much time for these i'm really glad we remembered to do this because well today's the 19th isn't it 20th today's it's oh the 20th yeah so we would have had two days to eat them by next week if we didn't do this now so no that's pretty that's no it's fine with me you know what i mean we're doing that so yeah yes basically what is the you know things get so lonely in here without rich all of a sudden yeah, i i kind of agree i wonder he if he's is... smoking a cigarette right now i wonder if he took advantage of it he's like i'm gonna speed smoke so a cigarette that's possible why don't we cut now and come back no cutting don't stop cutting well we keep cutting this episode we won't know how long it is if we don't add it up yeah, yeah, yeah. okay cut now Cut it. Hit the button. Cut. We are now you, you don't have to. We can see right here. You don't have to tell. So, okay, we're back. <laughs> Why are you getting so picky? We, All right, so we, I grabbed iodized salt and sea salt because I believe sea salt is kosher. Oh, is it really? I believe so. And it's really funny because uh, when soda leaves the plant and it's Passover time, mm -hmm. they will actually have a rabbi by the door to bless it on its way out. So there is such so thing that it is kosher, as kosher yeah. Pepsi. So what is kosher salt? Uh, between There is no difference between kosher salt and rough sea salt, but it has to be rough. How? Oh, that looks coarse as shit. Yes, it is. That looks something like you would rub into someone's <laughs> eyes as punishment. It's like a maraca. It's, I really appreciate the way you're like loving that. Hear what? You can hear the salt? Good. Perfect. All right. Brian so has been assaulted. We went over these. Uh, it's a good thing we started. Uh, we have the – mac. The uh, uh, they had like chocolate chip and double chocolate macaroons. I got carrot cake. Nice. Um, I don't like carrot cake. I wanted to capitalize on what we're doing here. So you lit the candles. We're ready to, to partake in Passover. Now what are we um, – we've got blush, blush – blush. We have blush. blush grape juice and um, normal grape juice. Which would you prefer to start with, Brian? Uh – Blush. Never tried it. Blush. He's gonna do blush. He's gonna be blushing by the end of the day. Oh. This one might be. Um, I mean, it won't be alcoholized or nothing. Um, Rich. It should have got nice. Which one do you want? I think. Which grape I, juice? I'm. I'm so indifferent. Nice kind of guy. You're indifferent. Okay. I am indifferent. Well, do half and half for all I care. I'm gonna pour this kind of away. Okay. Didn't and now I have to pee again. That's a decent amount. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta. Well, we want you to. We, you're here. We're not gonna do this there without you. Go. You get the Harkins cup. For nothing. Did you want to do blush too, or I, the normal? That's um, fine. Okay. You can pour half and half. I don't really care. Yeah, because we're all gonna try this. 
we're all gonna do this. Don't drink it yet. Did you drink it already? No, we gotta do this together. We're gonna do this together. We're gonna do each flavor it together. Smells actually, so I think. Partake in each of these to figure it out. Okay, starting. It with smells the, grapey. The blush grape juice. Will drinking this make me a grapist? <laughs> Cheers! Oh, drink it already. <laughs> This is delicious. It's very good. This is really good. I'm, I'm into that. Probably spent a buck for this. Holy shit. Yes. When it comes to grape juice, juice know what's up, I guess. I right. This is... I've been graped in the mouth. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I can't take it! All respect to the whitest kids you know, that was their gr- bit. Which is fun. Which is fine. Which is completely acceptable. Yeah. That was delicious. That was fantastic. We're gonna get out the normal grape juice now. We're going in order of the easiest things. To oh, eat. should I drain it? Yeah. Too hardest. Yeah. Me. Just drain it. Just drain it. We're gonna go in order from easiest things to eat to hardest things to eat. Maybe ending with that. Rich, don't feel any pressure. I know you don't like fish. You will cut you off a little bit. And they had the option of like normal water broth and jellied broth. I made sure to get jellied for you. Okay. Because that's probably the worst one for you. Okay. So <laughs> don't feel any pressure to uh, partake. <laughs> really, I it's mean, just it something just about fish jelly that makes me little a little skeevy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand this over. Hand this over, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Hey, you for know what? Next me. time you can just pass to me, and then I can pass it over. This, you know, handing this to Brian. Handing this to Brian. I know you're technically, like, more of my um, friend than yeah. you are my my. Brother. And I get passed over. On one hand thing. And then, um, you've been, yeah, you're getting passed over real hard. You're getting passed around. We are passing each other around in here. Just this, is, this is rife for humor. Graping ourselves. <laughs> and getting graped in the mouth and passed was, over during Passover. You. That was for you. Um, yes. That I partook in the puns there. All right, everyone. So what is this? Is normal? Okay, yes. not not blush grape juice. Ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. I liked the blush better. I honestly did too. The blush was sweeter. I like this, this is one like better. Okay. I like the tart a little bit more, which is fine. I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. This yeah. is still also delicious. I mean, these are also like high quality products. There's, I mean, these were like six bucks a bottle. Yeah. Before they went on clearance and yeah. were like, and these have to like, they have to double clearance yeah. these because well, no one's buying this shit after well, that's Passover. Kind of, that's kind of the deal with kosher too, you know? is that it's high quality. Yeah. Well, and while you were um, uh, uh, smoking and salting down there, we actually were looking at the expiration dates of these. The macaroons are going to be done in a week and two days. So we're doing this in the right time. Yes, we are. The These matzo balls. Good until um, the matzo balls and the gefilte fish, good for four years. So right. people could honestly buy all of this at clearance and be good for like four years. Yep. But it's when they forget that they have to, and that, yeah, and then they get charged like six bucks for a fucking can of matzo ball soup ready to serve matzo balls and broth. This, now here's a funny thing. This looks like it's drying out already. This looks like it's emptying out on the top, or, you know, that there just wasn't enough in there. If that doesn't pop when we open it, we're not eating it. Well, here's the deal. Okay. It didn't pop. I know because I dropped it earlier. On my way up at the very top of the stairs, I dropped it and it popped, but it didn't leak. It smells disgusting. It did pop when it hit the ground. 
That might have been just the impact. That might not have been the jar. Now, yeah, I've noticed. Okay, all right, fine. We'll vote this out. Yeah, For the sake of I, our yeah. safety and not shitting our I, guts out. I, yeah. We'll put I really that don't want to okay. shit out my heart just because of, you know, I That's combine fine. that That's with fine. Get to Fish. I'm already... Yeah, this is already, like, a dangerous thing that we're doing right now. Okay. Uh, carrot cake macaroons. Yes. We're going to pop this bad boy open. Um, is every, Does everyone still have grape juice to liquidate their, their uh, pie holes as we continue? Did you finish yours, Brian? Did you finish yours? You, you son Ooh. of a gun. You gluttonous son of a bitch. Oh, now let me... Good. Let me give you some more grape juice we're doing this right don't cleanse your palate with coffee don't we're trying coffee to be we're trying to be jewish uh, is it jewish is passover a jew holiday yes a jewish holiday i passover is in relation to when um moses was freeing the jews from egyptian slavery oh and when moses went into you know Moses went, let my people go. If you've ever seen the Prince right. of Egypt, this is thoroughly covered in the Prince of Egypt. Pretty I mean, I saw good. it a long time ago, yeah. which it was good. Yeah, it's a Prince really, really good, good yes, yes. movie. But uh, what it was was the Ten Plagues of Egypt. One of the plagues was, was the death of the firstborn sons. Right. And so Moses said the instructions from God were slaughter a goat, put right. the blood over your door. Mm-hmm. And... When I God slaughter claimed, every Sunday morning anyway. So and when, morning. yeah, yeah. And when uh, God Pat comes through mm-hmm. and he sees the blood over your door, he'll know you are honoring him and you will be passed oh, over. Oh, passing over him. So okay, that's, cool. All right. So that is the origin of Passover, as I understand and, it. Right. I'm, so yeah. we can be wrong. Yes. If 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 certain traditions, you know, had not been traded uh, in due time, potentially goats would also be sold and also clearanced. <laughs> I almost wish that times hadn't changed that much because you know how many clearance goats I could have purchased when I bought all these. Do you know that would have been like? Do you know how many we Jews there would farm. be if every year they were slaughtering firstborn sons? Holy shit, Jesus man! Christ. Come on. That's the whole thing. There would be so few of them. (laughs) That reminds me of my joke, which will, yeah. Did you eat it? Did you take a bite? I was like, don't you eat it without us. Don't you eat it without us. The joke. joke, That's not the best thing to say without getting yourself in trouble for eating these without us, Brian. (laughs) Okay. The joke is coming. I will come back to the joke. Let's try the macaroon, and then I'll go to the joke. Macaroon time. All right. All right. I ended up eating the whole thing because it was crumbling in my hand. I was going to do yeah. half. Mm-hmm. I like the carrot cake. I don't like the coconut. I'm not a fan of coconut. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Are, you're not allergic, are you? No, I'm not allergic. Okay, all right, all right. You the texture like, is like spin it out paper or? to me. No, it's fine. Okay. Well, I got these so we didn't make like a huge mess yeah. in here. Because also, I mean, let's be honest, it could filter fish in the matzo ball soup. Yeah. Now, so. this isn't too shabby, but I hate carrot cake. Unless it's from Rock Bottom. They have um, at Rock Bottom. I used to serve at Rock Bottom. And they had this carrot cake with cream cheese frosting and walnuts in it. Yeah. I eat that shit all day. Oh, yeah, you had to try that one. Had I known about these, I would have made like some buttercream frosting mm-hmm. so, and put well, it in a little pipe. And on the side there is that. cream cheese frosting suggestion here. Yeah. Yeah. See? That's a That's cream kind of cheese dipping sauce. Well, the mm-hmm. idea is mm-hmm. to do this as roughly as possible because, right. I mean... We don't want to enjoy ourselves. People don't listen to this podcast to hear us enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Or to hear us chew. Anyway. 
Right, so far it hasn't been too bad. But we're also looking at a cold jar of matzo ball soup and uh, gefilte fish. I don't even know what you're supposed to do with gefilte fish. I don't know if you heat it up. I don't know if you put them back Let's in the water. See. I'm just, I'm so scared. All right. But it's choice. Let's go to the ingredients of gefilte fish. This is like the Vienna sausage of the sea. The ingredients are water. Water is listed as number one. Oh, so there's a lot of water inside of this. Yeah. Hopefully, well, it's there water. typically is with fish. Right. Exactly. Um, Ooh. Water, carp, mullet, white fish, egg whites, matzo meal. Is this on the screen, Brian? No. For everyone to see. Pike, onion, salt, carrageenan. Needs. Locust bean gum, potassium chloride. Now, hold on. We need to Google locust bean gum on its own. Locust bean gum. Are they eating locust? Are there other locust, like locust? Locust locust? I would guess it is. I would. Oh, wow. I just don't. Please it's a don't. thickening agent. Oh, okay. it's just. Well, what if it's made from locust? So I'm like, are we getting no, in I don't on? Think it's made from are we getting? I don't know. I'm reading endosperm on the screen, and that scares me. I don't eat any kind of sperm. Ever. No, it's it's a separated endosperm from the carob tree. Can it be milled by roller operation? No, we're about to eat endosperm. We are about to eat okay. a variation the of seeds. Sperm. Have their skins removed by an acid tree? That's a vegetable. Oh, okay, we okay. were getting sucked into the screen again. Yes. So I think that. Um, as a whole, I was I thought we were about to partake in another one of the the um, the plagues, yeah. which was the locust, which I've actually eaten a locust before. Tasty. I did. I shouldn't have, but I did. Ah. I've also eaten fried crickets. I've eaten fried crickets. I did that for free haunted house passes uh, at the Fear, you, Fear you, Factor competition. Have at... you ever eaten uh, fried mealworms? Ooh, no. Those are like peanuts. They are so fucking delicious. Are they really? Oh, they're so tasty. I could appreciate that. Now, what I really like is alligator as well. Alligator? I've never had alligator. It tastes like chicken. Another thing, um, my grandfather Pops took his uh, took his uh, Marlin repeater outside, came back uh, holding a rabbit upside down by the legs. Made me cry when I was crying how delicious that rabbit stew was that night. <laughs> rabbit, that haunch. Oh, my gosh. Juicy yeah. rabbit stew. Rabbits also taste really good. Yes, they do. Only enough. So. Yeah. I like cried. Be, I cried because he killed a rabbit too. I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, you know, I was distraught, but it was delicious later, and I didn't even connect it to. My grandmother once uh, once made us fried rabbit. My mm -hmm. sister and I thought it was fried chicken because it looked exactly. <laughs> it looked exactly like nice. fried chicken, and I was right. like, "This tastes funny for yeah. chicken." And you're like biting into the skull. Like, the... why does this thing have teeth? No, no, no. no, no. Oh no! You no, didn't eat the head. There's no skull. Oh okay. No, she only uh, she only did the legs. Okay, fair enough. So fair enough. Okay. So you know, we got bicep legs and part of rib cage and whatever and right. then the thighs basically it was chopped that off and mm -hmm. then quartered mm -hmm. anyway so my sister and i are eating and i'm like this this is kind of funny for chicken and she's like i know right you know and, and then we get to the you know we're eating it down to the bones because you know how i eat my chicken wings it's the same way with any piece of meat. I strip it. It look the bones look like they've been sun dried. Exactly. The way I eat. Bled dry. Yeah. That's that's how we that's how we eat them together. That's why we're yes. just so good together. Is because yes. we just like if 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 you ever seen Daniel devour a turkey leg, it is clean. Yeah. Yeah, because we do the same thing with Rick. That's how we've connected as well. Yeah. Because you weren't you weren't here for that episode. That was one of the first things we talked about. Yeah. Was eating at Thanksgiving two years ago. I connected with this guy and his dad because his dad was eating the fucking turkey neck. 
which yeah. I was kind of like frowned upon for doing at my house. They're like, really? The neck? You're going to need every part of it, you fat fucking pig? That was just my family. So yeah. I, <laughs> they didn't really say that. I didn't that. Anyway, when, um, once we get to the bones and we're discovering all these bones that are not in chicken, my sister's like, wait a second. What are we eating? And that's when Grandpa said, oh, I should, you know, we hunted rabbits today. So we're eating rabbits. My sister turned green. And she was like, not a bunny. And I was like, it's pretty good. Right, yeah. Like it. Yeah, I don't see him dying. But she, but then my grandfather also slaughtered the chickens in front of her, and she was she turned green then, Did too. Did she? Oh, yeah. See, it's funny because on one hand, I feel like eventually I want to hunt and, 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 and um, basically kill my own food. Yeah. In a way to kind of like realize that, and I've thought about this, is like we are delaying so hard before we go to that fucking fish. <laughs> we are delaying so hard right now. But I've thought to, my, to myself, like, I kind of want to hunt because I also want to, I kind of want to uh, prove to myself um, that I could, that I could, you know, get my, you know, hunt my own food if I needed to. I remember uh, Clarence turkeys after Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. I, I, you know, and it comes with a neck like we were talking about the turkey yeah. and I can remember snapping it just to prove that I could if I needed to um, <laughs> to make nice. sure I could kill it. And it came with a second one so I did it twice. I can definitely kill a turkey, guys, uh, with my bare hands if I needed to. Um, alive, different story. Uh, I can snap a turkey neck either way though. So, that being said. You'll come out scarred like nothing else. <laughs> I was, I don't know. Those turkeys are like ferocious sons yeah. of bitches. They have some. My brother-in-law too. and sister raise turkeys and Do chickens. They? Yeah, my my brother-in-law is one of the types of vegetarians that I can truly respect, in that he only eats meat that he has killed himself. I love that that aspect. And of him. he he's kind of, he's the kind of guy that is like you know you really need to experience the anguish of taking the life. To know what in true, right? To really, to really know what you're eating, right? Exactly, yeah. Which so. is like a kind of a part of it. And I, don't get me wrong; I'm not looking forward to killing anything, right? So much as I need, you know. If okay, so if we were suddenly launched into a post-apocalyptic scenario, you know what I mean? Like we needed yeah. to hunt and kill. You know, I need, I kind of need to know that I need to be able to do that, and I kind of want to experience that because anything could happen at any time. For the yeah. same reason, an asteroid could strike Earth in two seconds and obliterate us all in half a second. Or for the same reason that, you know, uh, nuclear bombs could all go off at the same time and, yeah. you know, explode all of us. It's not, you know, for that reason, it's kind of a being prepared thing. You know, could there be a zombie apocalypse? Who knows? Could aliens yeah. come down and, you know, eliminate most of us except, you know, the ones with glasses? Brian and our safe, you're fucked rich. Yeah. Yep. But it's... It's not even like that, but just for the sake of knowing and being able to do it, there's a part of me that wants to kill my own animal, you know, yeah. eat my own animal. So if I had to, I could like, you know, uh, snap a chicken neck if I had to. I know that, you know, and it's so funny because then we have, you know, like, for instance, my grandfather shot and killed a rabbit, eat the rabbit. I know that uh, uh, they now live in North Carolina and they have their own land out there and they have chickens and ducks and um, goats out there, and it's pretty awesome. They had to get rid of the donkey because his name was Eeyore, and he was a jackass. Knocked my uh, grandma over. That's typically how yeah, exactly. donkeys are. Um, so they got rid of his ass. Um, but uh, there was one rooster in particular who was of a fighting breed. They weren't making them fight or anything, but right. he just had attitude. And I guess he used one of his spurs to nick my aunt, mm -hmm. and they ate him that night. Mm-hmm. 
they just snapped that motherfucker's neck and ate a rooster yep. and they fried him yeah. and he was delicious my my brother <laughs> my brother-in-law was telling me about him he, he's got a couple of roosters and yeah. he was like the only reason i keep them around is they keep away predators boom because they will go after the predators that are going after their hens that's, that's true yeah that's the only reason i keep them otherwise they're assholes they're yep. they're loud they they will go after hit my nephew mm-hmm. and my niece. Yeah. They'll go after them if they're out in the yard and it's like, oh, geez. You get, those kids are getting right. too close to their hens. They go after them. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. So I was. See, the first time a rooster comes after me, I'll have an aluminum baseball bat. For the sake of hearing the, the ding. <laughs> All I hear is the noise, like the ding and hitting it. And I don't think I would go sideways or anything to watch it fly. I think I'd go straight into the ground and just watch it hit the ground and stop there. And I would be like, okay, I killed my own. If it's writhing, then I snap its neck. I don't know. Let's eat some gefilte fish. Okay. Or matzo ball soup. Which one do you want to start with? Because they're both equally unappetizing. Different. Indifferent. Brian, what you think? Just now, what is your level of grossness on the fish factor? We'll see. Well, but <laughs> what? Well, I didn't do this one yet. I didn't open it at all. I was waiting because I was afraid. Uh, egg whites. There's like matzo meal in this. Yeah. So I guess matzo meal is actually in the gefilte fish because that's something that probably holds it together. Right. At the same time, there's like carp in this. Um, well, I is think it the, the fish? Was part of the. Uh, Part of the tradition. Is it the fish smell that's going to get you, or what? No, no. Well, depends on how it smells, really. I mean, if it smells like if because it smells like tuna I'm fish, like, what or... are you doing? Okay, all right. Okay. Well, let's wait until after we do the matzo balls. Like matzo balls are open. Let's like I enjoy this. fried I fish. Food. I like the, you know, what I call fish planks. Yes. Or fish sticks. Oh God, this is massive. This matzo ball, it looked a lot smaller in the jar. There was the Why'd pop. Why'd you pop it? I just said, wait to pop it, and then you popped it open. <laughs> I thought Brian was handing it to me to open. I didn't know. I didn't. Oh, you thought Brian was weak? Oh, ow. No, no I didn't sense. think he was weak. I well, just, I mean, you know, we've been just... we've been holding back his plantain chips, so <laughs> he's, you know, probably not feeling it in <laughs> the bicep Once he gets a matzo area. ball, his strength will be doubled. Exactly. They're like his spinach or something. Like he eats them? No, because bananas are a spinach. Because when he yes. eats them and he feels better and he can do that. Ryan, this is your fork. We're just going to hand this over. Please don't get uh, matzo ball soup on the computer. It smells like a matzo ball. I did this because I feel like this mat- this cold matzo ball is also going to be the least gross of the... Are you going to salt it first? I thought we could take a bite without salt. Oh. And then salt it for the rest brave, to brave see what man. the difference is. Okay. You know what I mean? So, All right. Here we go. Let's uh, go ahead and turn on Brian's screen. Brian, this is going to be an interesting. You got it? Okay, here we go. This is like a like a dumpling. It is. Yeah. It is like a dumpling. It does. Have we been secretly passing over? I don't know. For a long time? Oh, yeah, get out that salt. Yeah, get out that salt. I have to commend you for taking a much bigger bite than me. <laughs> and it's you're doing the coarse sea salt. Now, you're not kosher anymore, Brian. We're kosher. You're not kosher. You're, you blew Passover outside of outside of us being well <laughs> so over a month late. So you're your firstborn. 
That was like... <laughs> now you have to slaughter the goat. Yeah, now you have to slaughter the goat. You have to kill that goat, put the all right. blood over there. Okay, all right, with salt. And it hit the table. Made it a little better. Mm-hmm. Cold as shit. Made it a little better. It is really cold, yeah. Well, it's like kind of rainy outside, and it was these were in the garage. Yeah. In the den of bricks. Yeah. Before I brought them in. Uh, don't forget, gents. We've got grape juice to wash wash down yeah, yeah. the flavor here. Mm. So they just taste like them. They're just dumplings. Heated up, I don't think this would be a big deal. Yeah. I'm definitely going to buy more of these on sale because Sarah likes, my wife Sarah likes dumpling soup. Dump, dumpling yeah. chicken soup. She makes these regularly. We just heat this up and be good to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your fear. Lid. All right. I would also like to drop, speaking of drop, I would also like to drop out of a tree with a knife on top of an, uh, a 10-point buck to win my 10-point buck before I mount it on the wall. I don't want to shoot it. I want to be able to sneak up on it or lure it underneath me. I want to drop on yeah. it and just... Try spear hunting. Uh, straight like... Ooh, spear hunting is fun. I want to... Dude, I want to do spear fishing. With a spear gun underwater? Yeah. With, like, some goggles? Oh, man, that would be fun. That's cool. <laughs> That's all you, buddy. I'll get passed over. <laughs> that is a solid no from Rich. I will be passed over on that one. <laughs> Brian might join me in that. Okay. All right, guys. I'll try it, but it's like, damn, you Smells like any other canned item to me. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, so it does smell a little bit like, um, I want to say tuna, like canned tuna. Would you eat tuna? Yeah, yeah, I would. You would eat tuna? I think it's just the idea of like, so you would eat, you would eat tuna, but you wouldn't eat like baked cod. Right? It, it kind of depends. Um, okay. Well, this is also part matzo ball, but, um. Uh, being, being that I'm a man of my word and what I intend for my viewers is that I am going to eat one of these gefilte fish balls. They should be called, no, you don't have to, if you don't want to, Rich, I don't want you to, and I know you want to do it with me, but also I don't want you to barf. I might do it. What are you doing? Oh, is he going to put money on the table? He's about to put money on the table. Oh, shit. Brian's whooping out the money. Oh, wow. Six? That's six whole fucking dollars. Jesus Christ, you're about to be six. That's ten? That's eleven? Oh, that's ten. Okay, that's two fives. Five plus five equals ten, ladies and gentlemen. And for that reason, you could be ten dollars richer. He was. I think he was going to do it without the money, so you just fucked yourself, Brian. <laughs> I'm but, not going to um, take your money even if I do it. <laughs> okay, he's not going to take your money. We just love you too much. Oh, my oh, God. This is massive. <laughs> this is huge. This is huge. This is like. Oh, Rich is done. Rich is done. Put the do, money back on the table, Brian. Put the money back on the table. Cut that into quarters. Cut we'll each do quarters. a quarter. No, I'll do a whole fucking one. I want to put the whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> if we're graping each other, you guys go for it. Like you're just done. <laughs> I, will do, just... <laughs> I will do the smallest sliver of that someday. Okay, cut a little I bit. Take... Cut a little bit off the. Cut a little bit off the. There you go. Oh, there you God. go. It's, wow. Okay. It's a consistency of Vienna sausage. 
It's the no. This is definitely, dude. No, 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 no. He'll just barf everywhere. We don't want him to barf. He already has a weak stomach from first-person video games. We're not gonna do it. Look at him. Okay, cool. So Brian, here's this. Do you want to? Are you gonna do a full-size chunk with me? Now, this is really funny that 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 we're we're doing it like this because. I actually have a smaller piece now because Rich took some of mine. So you're you know going what? full gefilte fish. You know right what? Now. You take the full piece, put the half piece back. <laughs> right. Um, you're just going to eat the whole thing. All right. Um, actually, well, we shouldn't do the whole thing because we want to salt some of it too. We want to taste it with salt and without salt. So do half of it and then we'll salt the other chunk and then we'll go from there. Rich, just finish it and get it over with because I can tell how this is like tearing you up. But I mean, I'm not ready. I need to get this a lot closer to me. Let's go. Let's go. I just need to. This is a lot of gefilte fish. This is like I did not expect this. This is like almost a full fillet. This is like the size of at least four Vienna sausages. It smells like Vienna sausages, but also tuna. When we pull it out, when I cut through it, it felt like Vienna sausage. Did it? I'm wondering if it's going to taste like Vienna sausage. If it tastes like Vienna sausage, we might be in business. Yeah. Also true. (laughs) I might. No, yeah, because they're delicious. All right, guys. All right. I have to cut this in half because it's too heavy. I have to get... I have to get to it. No, I'm delaying. All right, guys. It's been nice knowing you. Um, are you guys ready to fully pass over here? Are we getting there? Let's are do we it. doing it? Okay, I'm ready. One, two, three, go. Mm, not near as bad as I thought. It's just, it's just it's like, Vienna, like sausage. Vienna sausage made out of tuna. Yeah. But almost. I need to fucking wash this down, though, because I still can't. Yeah, I can't really. Drinking from the bottle over there. You're just drinking all the yeah. wash. Yeah, that aftertaste. Like, anymore. That aftertaste like I went down on a 50 year old. <laughs> I wish you didn't. I really wish you didn't say that while it was still in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Didn't appreciate that at all. Sorry. That almost came out of me. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Oh, yeah, my firstborn joke. Anyway. Also, the endosperm. We just say some endosperm. Oh, God. How's that make you feel? Oh, you passed them back over. Oh, so you're back on the kosher train now. You already, you know, because you didn't use the sea salt. You used the iodized salt earlier. You grabbed whatever was closest. That's fine. That's also fine. true. Okay. That's fine. Anyway. This grape juice is delicious. Yeah, I'm is. really sad it's gone. Really sad it's gone. All well, right. Next Passover, uh, load up. Sea salt. Here we go. Let's see. I'm going to sea salt how's this. A, how's the date on this? Okay. Do, you, do you want to go in on the... Do you want to sea salted? Um, it was good until July 7th of 2019, so next Passover, load up. Okay. Hey, do you want another sliver to try salted since that wasn't the worst thing in the world for you, or...? No, I've had my fill. Like, I'm fucking done. I'm fucking done. Well, fine. Well, I'll have this other chunk. You didn't really have. I will like, pass damn. over on this one. Salton. While you guys are this chunk. while you guys are finishing it, I will I will relate my firstborn joke. Because also uh, this had six pieces, and I was like, damn, those are kind of small pieces. It didn't turn out to be six pieces, uh, or that small. But yeah. okay, sorry. Firstborn joke. Yeah, which you actually heard before, but it's been a while. This was while my wife was in the hospital. And I was extremely tired. I maybe gotten like 
six hours sleep over the course of three days. Salt didn't make it better. No? Did it make it worse? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I kind of had a feeling that was coming. So. Anyway. So, during the day, my brother-in-law, my, my wife's brother, my wife's mother, and a uh, friend of ours... We're at the hospital with me, and we're like, well, you know, she's sleeping. Let's go to lunch. Okay, we go to lunch. I'm driving. And like I said, I'm on extremely low sleep. So as we're driving through town, I see a bank called Sunflower Bank. And I was like, okay, well, this is the Sunflower Bank, where they only accept sunflowers as currency. And we pass a U.S. bank. Yeah. Then said, this is Us Bank, where they only accept us as currency. I was like, that'd be weird if banks were named after the currency they accepted. It's true. Welcome to Firstborn Bank. We have excellent mortgage rates. One-time payment. <laughs> You're firstborn. <laughs> that was and that the idea of Firstborn Bank had me laughing really, really hard for a long time. No one else in the car was laughing as hard as I was. They were like. That was funny. That wasn't that funny, Rich. And I'm like, whatever. That was fucking hilarious. The funniest. I can appreciate that. Yes. So that was my firstborn joke. Nice. We're going to have to get a washcloth for up here. Oh, yeah. This this room is now going this... to smell like fish. Thanks, fellas. Hey. <laughs> um, is this done? This I'm done. sorry. Is that done? This is done. More done. Okay. Put the. I would put the fork and napkin in there. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, now the room smells like gefilte fish. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Why did it sound like you were like barfing a little bit? Aftertaste. Aftertaste. Yeah. He went no. down on my fifty-year-old. That's true. Drink that coffee. Cleanse that palate. Back to black. We're good. Okay. Okay. But still, I think that's enough for an episode. Think so? That took a lot out of me. And we weren't strictly this. This was an interesting episode, particularly because we weren't strictly um, nerd culture lore, but we did a lot of fun things. You yes. know what I mean? We talked a lot about a lot of fun things. Well, and in future episodes, I'd like to get more into the personal stuff, as it's kind of you know, this is a getting to know each other podcast, not yeah, necessarily yeah, exactly. a nerd culture Strictly podcast nerd culture. so yeah, yeah, yeah. we can come we, we can let the nerd stuff come up organically because it's going to just based on who we are it's true and if there's a little bit but, of each then that's fine i worry sometimes so. that you know like the, the 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 flavor of each podcast needs to be strict you okay. know so people know what they're getting into right. when they start to listen but no it's very true but we can still go on tangents because yes. so. you know uh, uh snapping a turkey's neck with your bare hands i think that's applicable uh, in any podcast, you can absolutely. To. I would. Hey, one year, why don't we go hunting for a turkey? See how that turns out. Yeah, let's go turkey hunting and kill a turkey, and then I'll cry. I'll just cry for days on end. I'll be like a. I'll it. talk to my brother-in-law. He'll probably just send us. Really? If you could actually have him hide the turkey somewhere near me, so it could like attack me, like pounce on me. I want it. Obviously, I'm a little smarter than the turkey, like at least a little bit. So I think it's gonna like. If it could get the jump on me, I feel like it would be more of a fair fight, and then I wouldn't mind it so bad when I killed it. I'd be like, you were asking for it. You know what I mean? It'll be I'll talk to situation. my brother-in-law, see what he says. I'll have its little skinny neck in my hands, and I'll be like, don't do this. And it's going to be pecking at me. I'll be like, don't make me do it. I'm going to pull a full Superman and just snap his little Zod neck. Oh, man. I can. Oh, God. I'm erect. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing sweatpants too, so this is really, over, huh? <laughs> really dangerous. 
<laughs> All right, that All was right. when Daniel met Rich, everyone. I'm Daniel. Right. I'm Rich. That's Brian in the corner, and he Hello. ate 50-year-old gefilte fish. <laughs> Hit the stop button.